I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, bonjour. Welcome to the goddamn Airbuds podcast. This is a podcast about friendship. And what's that? What else? What else, nigga? What'd you say, Benner? Basketball. Hello, my name is Mike. Let's go. And my name is Peter. Happy basketball. Happy basketball. basketball. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I love basketball so much. It's happy right now, guys. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Speaking of which, uh, we, you know, we we all had our Thanksgiving weekends this weekend. Uh, Jamel Brooke got the Spurs uh, water bucket cap for, for the holiday. Is that where you cooked your turkey in? Yeah, yeah. I cooked myself in this. <laughs> got real basted up. Uh, we 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 don't have to go into it, but how was everybody's holiday in 140 words or less? Uh, it was good. I drove to LAX just so I wouldn't have to watch the Lions. Nice. Um, also good. Cook salmon and went to bed early. <laughs> Exciting. Just like our uh, forefathers, dude. Yeah. Here we go, baby. That's it. I watched a thrilling car chase between the LAPD and a nature's organic box truck. <laughs> no way. Where? Uh, South LA. Yeah. Running off with the almond milk, huh? Yeah. Was it so, on KTLA? It was. We were, uh, you know, after a couple meals, you know, a few, we, we visited a few spots and then ended up uh, a semi sort of tradition is is getting drinks on thanksgiving night on at ye rustic with some friends and uh and we happened to be there uh and a car chase broke out and we were cheering the whole bar was following along it was a great time very communal event you guys Make were all rooting for the cops right yes you know me i'm rooting for cops every <laughs> turn 
Um, if you want a book recommendation for that uh, is very much up your alley for cops being cops, I'm reading this book called Chaos right now by Tim O'Neill about uh, his 20-year investigation into the Manson murders. Um, and it does not look good for the cops. I will say that. Hmm. Tim O'Neill is not the... Wait, no, I'm thinking of a different guy. Never mind. Um, guys, we have some business to get out of the way. Look, if you want to support the Airbuds, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. Uh, we release new episode, bonus episodes weekly. Uh, you get access to our Discord. Look, we just dropped an episode today uh, where Jamel and I uh, kind of go in-depth and do an investigation on Liz Cambage's new OnlyFans page. Uh, so if you want to hear us uh, talk about Liz Cambage's OnlyFans uh, because you don't want to pay $15 to see what she has to offer, yeah, like maybe you can crank off to, to the dulcet tones of our voices. <laughs> Benner, that's, I think that's the only thing you want from this podcast yeah. is for to, for to crank off on people. For, for people, people to jerk to off, off to for people to I, jerk off to us but not look at him in the eyes. Yes. Don't look at me wants. but jerk off to me talking. But don't acknowledge me. Actually, call me like bad names, but please jerk off to me. I just want to talk people off. That's all. That's all I try talk to do. Talk them here. off, baby. This talk is a podcast off. where we talk you off. That's and really- look, we're also into FinDom. So go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. Give us $5 <laughs> a month, you little pay piggies, and give us, uh, and we'll give you some, <laughs> some content in return. Oink, oink, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, you can't if you can't go to Patreon and, and give us five bucks. We know money's tight everywhere. Uh, it would really help us out if you go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review. Uh, that really helps us climb the charts, helps us beat the algorithm, helps us uh, find new listeners and, and, and create a bigger community. Uh, is there so. anything? Is there anything they can do on Spotify? How can you help us on Spotify? Oh wait, yeah, Spotify recently introduced reviews. Is that correct, Peter? Do you know? Uh I don't know. I don't. I don't work in podcasting, so. Oh, okay. Okay. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. Wouldn't well, be kept abreast. I heard a rumor that they did recently introduce reviews. Uh, I. You know what? Let's. If you go to uh, Spotify and you, you find the Airbuds uh, podcasts on there, and you want to click five stars, you do whatever they do there. That would be helpful. But uh, we'll we'll have a more thorough, uh, uh, spiel about it next week. And we still got holiday. We got Christmas basketball shirts. You bitch ass niggas, get you one. Yeah. Get you one. <laughs> Go to airbuds.bigcartel.com for those uh, t shirts. We still got some Joel and Bead shirts. We still got some happy basketball holiday shirts. We got some uh, the the Basketball Freak remix. And, you know, they're all just sitting in my closet. So help me out by buying help one of those shirts. Out, man. Banner doesn't have anywhere to jerk off because he usually jerks off in his closet. Yeah. Where all do you think I to, no, And you know what he does? He has to take all of the t-shirts out every single time. He puts them in the other room. He goes in there, cleans himself up. He's like Dexter. So so if you're getting a shirt, no, you're not getting any of Mike. Yeah. I take the t-shirts out. I move them to the other room. I get a belt. I tie it around the, the clothing. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's business, right? This is about this is about podcasts about basketball. <laughs> yeah, this is about pad tie now. What was you about to say? I don't know. I just I I uh, made a David Carradine joke and I had to run away as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs>
It's quite all right. Look, okay. it's holiday weekend still. It's the holiday season. The holiday season. And loop de loop. And Dickory Doc and Kyle Kuzma is fucking your socks. <laughs> uh the Suns haven't lost uh since Donald Trump was president, right? Is that the vibe? Speaking of things happening in the league right now? Well, I mean they're they found good. a way to they found a way to drop a couple this year, but they're really good. Fifteen in a row, I believe it. Is that crazy? Sixteen. They are on a sixteen game winning streak. Uh they are seventeen and three, which is good for second. Uh, in the West, behind the Warriors, who are eighteen and two, um, and I think they play each other on Tuesday. And I'm like, should we all, should we Twitch stream that? I think that's going to be maybe the the game of the first quarter of the season. I'm actually free to do that, and I'll do a little um as a um undercard. I'll maybe I'll finish Resident Evil Four again. I've just been sitting in <laughs> Chapter Three. Wait, the undercard is wait. It's just me playing Resident Evil. Then we Got watch, it. and the then game. Mike and I come on, and you finish playing Resident Evil, and we're all watching the basketball game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm not there at all, and I'm playing Resident Evil offline <laughs> without Sean entirely. I think about you because all of the, uh, like all of the commercials for the new Resident Evil movie are just like someone playing the video game. I know it's crazy, and I'm like, why? Why is that? What? what I don't understand. Is it just for you? Do they just want you, Jamel, to go to they're the trying to get They're trying to get the Miis of the world, even though I never really got into the first one. I have it on PS4, but I just started playing 4 again instead. Oh, wait, the so, very first one? Yeah, yeah. They got they made was, it HD. I just was talking about that the other night. I won't say why, because I think it might break an NDA with someone else that is not me. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll talk about wait, it. Wait, hold uh, on. You guys know everything we say on this podcast is covered under an NDA, right? For real? For real? Yeah. You guys remember I made you guys sign NDAs when we started this podcast? So we can say whatever we want, and if our listeners say shit, we can sue them? Dog, I thought that was a lunch order. No. No, no, no. That's exactly right. This, If you're listening to this podcast, you are agreeing to the NDA. Then where did that lunch come from that day? Well, I was just being nice. Thank you. That's love, actually. Yeah, Yeah. thanks, dude. Um, Guys, let's talk about, uh, I think the Warriors uh, are obviously playing very well. Uh, You know, I'm pretty sure a 900% win percentage is good, right? It's very good. How about this? Hey, Benner, I just came up with an idea. Mm -hmm. I just came up with an idea. And since we already named number one and two, Bud's top five teams, it's the quarter poll. We're at the quarter point of the season, officially. Is that official? That's official. It is about, it's about official. Right. Yeah. Top five teams, but you can no uh Cavs, uh Sixers, and Wizards. Oh, Wizards. Okay. You know I was gonna lobby for five. Actually, that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. We, we might the be fifth. The Wiz- you guys might be fifth. We might be fifth. I could I, I accept eighth overall right now. That's fine. All right, Jamel, you, uh, you know, since you're the one who came up with this topic uh, off the top of your dome, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go each person list their five in a row or do you want to go each person does one, 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 two, 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 three, three, three? I mean, I think, well, I feel like we just did. We just mentioned one and two as a family. That's true. I think so it maybe is we'll just do it probably as a the Warriors, the Suns. Okay. Then uh, I'm going to pitch my number three, and this might just be uh, easy to say because uh, they are the third best record, but the Brooklyn Nets. 
are the third best team in the league. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, yeah, you, Harden's fine. Is Harden not fine? Harden is fine. If you listen to the NBA media, he's god-awful and terrible. Uh, and, and, and in fact, by extension, the Nets are, are terrible, but they sit with the third best record in the league at uh, 14 and 6. James Harden currently averaging, um, let's see, 20.3 points a game, eight rebounds, nine and a half assists. That's really fucking good. Um, his shooting numbers are a little down, um, uh, but his three-point shooting is about on par with his career. His actual free throw percentage is up. Uh, he's actually, you know, everybody's screaming Stephen A. Smith every day. He says that James Harden is a former shell of himself and he needs to get his shit together. He's playing really well and his team is winning and he's got Kevin Durant as a teammate. Yeah. You know who is the under, also the sneaky pick for them, speaking of your Spurs bucket hat, is Patty Mills. Patty Mills, Patty Mills is, great. is playing out of his fucking Yo, mind right now. The most efficient shooter in the league. And I'm glad you mentioned it, Peter, because last year I came on this show around bubble time and I said, you have to be afraid of Patty Mills. And you laughed at me. You laughed at me in your little Zoom screen. Well, people can change. That's real. <laughs> and you know what else the, the Nets deserve credit for? Is they just like fucking Thanos snapped Kyrie out of everybody's mind. Which for an organization is impressive and takes like... That dude was owning every moment of every fucking sports news media cycle. And they were just like, don't come. We're not going to answer any more questions about it. And from an organizational standpoint, that's impressive. I I follow and cheer for a lot of dysfunctional organizations who would let this totally consume their season and also um, every time anyone spoke to anybody. And good for them. It hasn't bit him in the ass yet. Like, and you're right. Even though Stephen A. Smith like basically said tried to like start beef for them with like it's just like he's gone. He's not there. Like he can't be an issue if he doesn't. He's just not a part of the team. Isn't I thought the mayor was going to change the rules for him. No, he just said he's going to get paid in Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, the mayor is. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that one, man. And by Bitcoin, he just means he's going to get a check in Bitcoin and immediately have an accountant cash him out for cash. Yeah. Can I think, you do that at like the train station? Yeah, I know. I think you do it. It's next to the Coinstar at any... Uh, for you Vons? guys, for, for you guys, it's Rouse or Vons. For me, it's Wegmans. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy named Dave there that's, that'll do it for you. Yeah. But you got to be cool. Because if you get spooked, he'll just like close it down. He, he's not down. Okay. Good to know. Uh, the latest news, by the way, on Kyrie, because you you mentioned it, uh, and I was like, oh, I haven't really like heard like a big update on Kyrie. There's like two. There's like two Kyrie pieces of news that have happened in the past 24 hours. One, uh, Nets giving Kyrie Irving his space, quote unquote, but there's no news on his return. So basically, they're like, Kyrie can do whatever he wants. We're just going to keep winning. Yo. That's the Nets' official stance. And now there's a lot of people over in Dallas who are saying, we should trade Kristaps Porzingis for Kyrie, which is like a weird rumor. But would work for Brooklyn. 
would it? I don't know. I think I think what people think about Harden um being worse than he was last year, which I don't think he truly is. I think he's just kind of had to focus different parts of his game on things like Kyrie. He had to be he has to like be more of a playmaker now that Kyrie's out. Um and so like you're seeing kind of a shift in his game a little bit that makes it seem like he's not the like ISO scorer, which is like also funny because people were like hated James Harden for being an ISO scorer that just, you know, got to the rim or got to the foul line every time or did a step back three. And now that he's like doing a little more differently, like they're calling him washed and saying he's bad. Uh, that's the media. They, yeah. they have to play games with James Harden's mind. Yeah. Like, Technically, they're like they can say like we're not actually playing games with James Harden's mind, but they have to for viewership and ad sales. Yeah, <clears throat> and I, I mean, think I think Kyrie, I think Harden would benefit more from having a Kyrie type on the team right now than having hmm. a Porzingis. I'm just thinking of floor spacing, dog. Just get a big. I mean, fuck. Uh, what if Lamarcus Aldridge, you know, didn't have a hard problem and was also Latvian? Yeah, the injury history uh, uh, is weird, but I think also LaMarcus Aldridge can play in the post, and I don't think Chris Stapps can. I think he's like proving himself generally like a strictly a mid-range guy. I heard some stat the other day where the person in the league, active player in the league right now, who moves the most after getting uh, the ball in his hands is Joel Embiid, meaning like he will catch a ball at the top of the key or beyond the three point line and then drive to the basket. This is in terms as terms of centers go the per the, the center that moves the least is Christoph's Porzingis, meaning he will catch the ball 12 feet away and move half a foot. Um, that's like the average for him. Like, I don't think he likes to go to the rim. I don't think he can play back to the basket, which I, I, I don't think he's LaMarcus Aldridge, I guess is my point. I think he's like a uh, Tobias Harris. That is seven foot three. Okay. Well, shit. I don't know. That could be good. Well, they have I Kevin think... Durant to do that already. <laughs> that's yeah, I also think, like, <laughs> listen, if there's something that's wrong with the Nets season so far, it's not Kyrie Irving. It's just the fact that Blake Griffin is allowed to, like, coast with them and do absolutely nothing. He is. I I watched him when the Cavs, you guys made fun of me for the Cavs hanging in with the Nets for three and a half quarters when they had all the other team missing, Blake was benched in that game because he played so fucking poorly and literally did not try. Just like does not try. I don't think I was making fun of you, by the way. I think I literally, what I said was like, I was like, damn, Peter, the Cavs are like beating the, the Nets right now. And then like the moment I hit send on that, no, that was the that the was when the Cavs were that was when the Cavs were beating the Nets in Cleveland. Oh, okay. I'm this talking about the game I went to when every single person was hurt. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. I forget. I forget no, nah, I was making fun of your ass. I was. Making I know fun you of were. Your stupid ass. All right, wait. Who are so? Who are our other top two teams for the top five that we were doing? Well, we said the Suns and the Warriors, but nobody said who is one or two. I think. I think Tuesday. It's got to be like 1A, 1B until Tuesday, right? Okay. Winner take all for the Buds quarter pole finals. Well, I just That's think it. the Suns are very good 
And the Warriors are obviously very good, but like they've had a very easy schedule too. And it's getting a little harder now, but like they played the Clippers tonight and won, obviously. But like, let's let's see if they're number one after they play like 10 more games with their schedule getting a little more difficult into the second quarter. And then also trying to fold Clay, fold trying to fold Clay in. Like, who knows what that? Like, he's got to ease his way back in, and who knows if that's going to disrupt the flow they have right now. But yeah, I would say the Suns are number one. I think it's just hard to say that because the Warriors are eighteen and fucking two. Yeah, why are you saying that? Because uh, they've had an easier schedule. Okay. So I mean, they beat the Clippers. That counts. Good for them. Right. All right, whatever. 1A, 1B, and the Nets. Who you guys got at number? Um, I, and I'll, I'll just say right now, um, I refuse to put the Utah Jazz in the top five. Not going to do it? Absolutely not. Well, then I'll put the Bucks. I'll say fuck it then, the Bucks. I would say the Bucks too. They're one game back. They just got Middleton back. Uh, Brooke Lopez just left Disney World. <laughs> Says he's trending upward. He's got a turkey yeah, leg I, on him right now. The Bucks uh, kind of jumped out of the gate a little slow, but I think they're. I think they won seven in a row. Uh, Giannis is incredible again um, after having a, a like maybe a ten game stretch of like being like, ah, I just want a championship. I'm going to be uh, easy. Did you guys see that interview he did, where he basically was like? I'm in Milwaukee now, but who knows where I'll be in like three years. Yeah. Also, he's now won a championship. So, like, why does he have to stay there? He can leave. He can just go whenever. Who are y'all talking about again? Giannis Attentacupo. You ever heard of him? I mean, what? He's still doing the same Giannis shit. He said in a, I believe it was GQ interview that he, just yeah. Toronto. We're just talking about Toronto. Let's call a spade a spade here. What? That he would go to right? Toronto? Yeah. I don't know. Why wouldn't he go to the Lakers? Okay. Well, that he goes to the Lakers. I just feel like that's the ultimate. Los Angeles is usually the, like, when people talk like this, they're thinking Los Angeles. Why is moving here like this coveted thing? Living in LA sucks. Bro, look at people get like one viral TikTok and they're like, I'm moving to LA. I don't know why. I get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> it's away. bad, man. <laughs> I mean, that's just what we're saying. I actually love it here. But I'm I like, took it, a great walk. There's a lot of great views. It was very scenic as fuck. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Air quality. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think the Bucks right now are definitely a top five team, top four. In my book, fours. I agree with four. Yeah, once they don't have to play Jordan Nwara anymore, Nardwar. I got so excited for Jordan Nardwar at the beginning of the season because he was like, he had a few games where he was like, "Oh fuck, who's this? Who's this Nwara guy? He's he's fun. He's bouncy. He's he's he can shoot. He's not afraid." Uh, and then he like, I was like ready to like bring Jordan Nora to the podcast and be like this is a guy that we should all be paying attention to. And then he just kind of fell off a cliff and kind of was like mediocre. Nardwar. Every time say his name, I think of someone on the office saying Nardog. Nardog, yeah. Nardwar, Nardog. It's all Nuara. 
I it's uh, my favorite film genre. Film noir. <laughs> All right, Jamal, make your case for why the Wizards are better than the Miami Heat. Uh, because we beat them head to head. I mean, we split whatever, and we still got Rui back. Fuck it. Come on, man. Rui's playing after this road trip. He's finally with the team. We still no one can acknowledge it yet, but I have seen videos of him shooting threes. He was also wearing all black, which was worrisome. Do you think he's in mourning for something? I don't know, man. He might just be like super emo right now. He might be playing. I wonder if they'll let him play with like Junko jeans with the zippers with the um, safety pins on. That would be tight. What if your whole team had to wear the Kyle Kuzma sweaters for warmups? Bro, I'd buy, I'm getting a lime green one. <laughs> First off, it's I'm getting... fabric alone that's got to cost 800 bucks. I'm getting a lime green one. Every time Kyle Kuzma scores, I laugh. Involuntarily, no bullshit. Even free throws. Just I play so happy. Yeah, yeah, I just I love him. I can't believe this guy is on my basketball team right now. That's kind of how I feel about Tyrese Maxey. Every time I see him, you know, just turn on the speed and go in for like a floater that like goes over a seven foot three center. I'm just like, ha, that's cute. I love this it's- guy. Dude, it's consistently adorable. Yeah. Uh, Jamel, look, I love your Wizards, and I love this for you, and I love the story. Uh, can you tell me why they are they belong at number five over the Chicago Bulls? Well, I can't really do that yet. I honestly can't. I mean, we, we went one and four since the sweater. <laughs> uh, but actually, it's what, three and six? Three and six now since the sweater, right? Because they have a uh, they're currently in a two game win streak, right? They won today. Yeah. Or was that yesterday? Yeah, we won last night and beating Dallas and Dallas. We haven't done that in like forty two years, dude. Well, congrats, but I mean, I think uh, Zach Levine and Demar Derozan are uh, fucking killing it for the Bulls right now. I think they're you know. I think the last five games have been a little uh dicey for them but i think overall like being 13 and 8 basically tied with the wizards in their record like being here uh i don't think anyone expected it and i think they're a very fun team and they're very good caruso damn it all the baby lakers got dunks and meanwhile yeah. and then the lakers lost to the kings Oof, what a what a fucking rough loss that was last night i love it God damn. When the fuck are the Kings going to blow it up? What are they doing over there? Dude, the Kings have been blowing it up for two fucking decades. God darn it. Gosh. There was the Philadelphia International Airport was like continuously under construction for like 32 years. Can I tell you a secret, Mike? And that's the Kings. Every fucking airport in America all the time. I know. Yeah. Every (laughs) airport. Why is every airport always under mega construction constantly? Because the way the fucking contracts are set up, it's like that. Like by the time you get to finish one, it's like, well, now this other terminal is eight years old, so we have to redo this one. Yo, what's your least favorite airline? Can't say Spirit. Least favorite airline? Okay, for, then can I say Frontier? That feels like also saying Spirit. Yeah, it's. I think thing. United. I think. I think the. How come we get? It's assigned seats. 
But every time I get on a United flight, somebody acts like they don't know where their seat is. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Why am I supposed to be hype? Why don't I feel good? Why is the headphone jack in the armrest now? It is kind of uh so I I'm a I'm a broad shouldered man. I you know, and I'm I'm fairly tall. And so I just don't generally fit into a typical airline seat. And so I will pay a little bit of extra money to make sure that I get an aisle seat because they fucking charge you for aisle seats now. Um, and uh, and then it, it has been united in my experience where I like go through the rigmarole. I'm like, fuck, fine. I'll pay like $49 more for fucking aisle seats on this round trip flight. Fuck you. I hate this. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. You're charging me for this. And then I go and I check in and I go through their fucking nightmare customer service and their fucking nightmare terminal where the the Mm. planes are always late. And I finally board a plane and I sit down. And then every time I'm on United, I'm like in the seat that I paid extra money for. And then someone's like, Hey, uh, so my wife is over there. I hate this more than anything in the world. I would like, would it be, would you be so kind for, to like switch seats with her? And I like look and she's like in a middle seat. And every time I'm like, I, well, I used to be a fucking sucker and like given to it. But like, since the prices are so exorbitant now, I've been like, no, I paid for this fucking seat, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. you should have, you should have paid for the seat. Sorry. Yeah. You don't I love your wife that. enough, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, like, what kind of partner are you where you didn't get seats together? Like, that's not bullshit. you. That's a decision yeah. you made weeks or months ago. That, yeah, like is not on anybody else. I someone asked me the same thing on a cross country flight I was taking a few months ago, and my response was more visceral to you. I was just like, "Sorry, and where's your seat? Oh, in the middle, right in front of me? No, absolutely not. No, thanks. I'm like, just like, what, what audacity? But and it's also like, fuck, fuck the airlines for like pitting its customers against each other." <laughs> Like in this like in this war of manners where like I have to be an asshole to someone I have to sit next to for the next six hours because you like aren't kind to us. Uh, it's just anyways, Jamal, what were you saying? Uh, and then fucking I'll see the last two hours of this flight I was on. It, it was just people peeing. a yeah. constant stream of people peeing, touching my elbow. With their See, little pee fingers, I, I go, I go window every time. Gotta go window. Big, I just like, I just smash my fat body up against the wall. Yeah, and like, <laughs> just like, like, just I'm like, listen. And if I gotta get up, then everyone's gotta fucking move for me. But I'm not getting up. I'm not, I'm not taking this trip at the whim of others. See, That's I also I have trouble sleeping. So to me, it's like it's not like I, I can't sleep on planes. So if it's not like people are waking me up and making me move, I'm just like I would rather have the leg room and just get up every hour or so. I just imagine you sitting down in a plane and for some reason it makes you feel like you just shot a five hour energy. It does. <laughs> it's like, it's oh, anxiety. Wow. I have fear of flying and I like I still haven't gotten over it, even though I fly you know, I've flown plenty in my life, but it's still every time I'm in there, I'm like, we're going to die. I'm going to die today. You flew to Japan, dude. Yeah. And you know what? I was awake for 17 and a half hours of an 18 hour flight. <laughs> Damn. That's rough, man. And you know what happened? 
a friend, a friend of a, we all know, I won't say his name, but he gave me, you know, a pill uh, that is meant to help you sleep. And I took it, I took it immediately and I fell into like a super deep sleep and then woke up uh, and then like everyone around me was sleeping. All the friends that I flew with were sleeping. And I was like, wow, we must be like halfway through the flight. And I was like, oh, nope, we took off a half hour ago. And then I was just well, awake for the rest of the fucking flight. That's, that's your fault because you should know that you are a giant. So you should have taken three of those pills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to account for that's a your dragon. The friend that you're referencing is about half of your size. No, he's not. He's not. Someone you went to college with, Peter. I'll just say that. Excuse me. <laughs> Um, I went to college with Peter yeah. and didn't tell him. Didn't tell him I was there. <laughs> yeah, Carnegie Mellon, uh, never heard of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. Jamel was white chicking our entire college. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why don't they make a white chicks TV show? When are we going to get that? The Wayne Brothers should probably sell as it. soon as somebody listens to this podcast. Yeah, HBO well, Max white chick show, a ten episode series. It would it would go. Go where? Go to the canceled bin? Go straight Culturally to my, canceled, like, my chuckle bucket, my friend. How are they going to make it through 10 episodes without getting canceled? Like, for accidental hate speech. You know what? The only the, 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 the closest thing that has gotten canceled from that movie is Terry Crews. <laughs> Damn, that's true. Hilarious. I mean, yeah. but his character was also like a slight rapist. True. But he sang the Vanessa Carlton song, so that's true. Um, I so can't what, believe there was someone on Terry Crews's team, no one on Terry Crews's team, that was like, "Hey, man, maybe cosplaying as a poor person for Jeff Bezos is a bad look." He doesn't care, man. He do, he's done so much little shit leading up to that. I think he was just like, "Well, this is my this is this is my wheelhouse now. I'm a weird conservative." pro-capitalist guy and i'm going to not read the room and be a i don't know terry cruz is an interesting just, character like he yeah he's we uh, he's had a rough I knew, go, some, huh? I knew something was off when he like basically said that like my wife can tell me when i could jerk off or whatever <laughs> <laughs> because that's how christian he is and i was like what what are you talking about man it's way too Christian. No one yeah. was talking him off. Yeah. He also played a rapist in Friday After Next. One of the most <laughs> one of the, my number five Christmas movie. Yeah. Well, speaking of number fives, we're we're currently at odds with the Wizards, the Bulls. Peter, do you have another number five potential you want to throw? You gotta in? Gotta say the I, Jazz. Uh, fine. I want to say Jazz and honorable mention Heat too. And also, I kind of, I mean, they had lost one. They lost to Houston yesterday, but. I fuck with the Hornets. Yeah, Hornets but if you're fucking are... with the Hornets, you're just opening up like then you should fuck with the Cavs, kind of. I, I guess. Not, and I'm not saying that to like being like, you know. If you say so. Guys, can I read you can I read you the standings of the East real quick and then the standings of the West? Yes, please. Okay, one seed, the Nats, two seed, Heat, three seed, Wizard, four seed, Bucks, five seed, Bulls, six seed, Hornets, seven seed, Knicks, eight seed, Hawks. Then we got the Celtics and the Cavs. Um, that's like when you got, I mean, 
that that's that that's a that seems like a really good conference. And then even down lower, you have the Sixers who are currently out of it at ten and ten. Although, like you know, they obviously have been missing half their team. Yeah, yeah, um, they're just coming back. The Pacers are no slouches. Uh, the Raptors, I think, could put together a run and like make a play in a run eventually. Uh, the East is really good, I feel like. And then you look at the West, and you have the Warriors, the, the Suns, and the Jazz at the top. All three, I think, elite teams right now. Um, Jazz playing a little bit under uh, under their potential at thirteen and seven. Then you have the Mavs at four, Clippers at five, Blazers at six, Timberwolves at seven, Grizzlies at eight, who just lost Ja Morant for a while. Uh, Lakers at nine, and the Nuggets at ten, who are also going through major injury situations. Is 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 this the year that the East is like? finally officially like inarguably better than the west i mean we've been a pro east pro podcast from the jump from the right game, absolutely though. but i feel like there's been several seasons where it'd be like the east is back and it never panned out that way but i Dude, think the east now won the, the east title is last back. year well yeah east but is back, bitch. Yeah. toronto cleveland we've won some titles Right, but it's always been like I think Cleveland was Cleveland the clear count, class of the fucking East. Yeah, you actually can't uh, count that anymore. Yeah, in the Raptors I'm just saying in general being pro East here. Oh yeah, obviously like, for sure. But I think we we're pro East because all of our teams in the East. But this is the year where it's like, yeah, I think like one through twelve in the East are like heads and shoulders above like one through 15. And yeah, the, yeah, the Hornets lost to the Rockets yesterday, but yeah. listen, <laughs> that's got nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> Don't pay attention to what we're saying. Pay the attention Rockets, to the vibe. The Rockets are like, th- what are they now? Uh, three and 16. Yeah. Three, 16. Once John Walk gets back, that's 10 wins. That's 10 yeah. wins right there, baby. That's like 10, ten wins. Yeah, thirteen and sixty nine, baby. That's their record for the year. <laughs> Come on. Um, I don't know. I think you know. I think this is the year that we can finally truly say the East is better. That's just my opinion. That's just one man's opinion. I don't mind that opinion. I don't mind that opinion. I mean, I think the Bulls. I think we all think the Bulls. Are we saying the Bulls are number four or five? They're five. Well, we kind of got locked up in the Wizards, the Bulls, the Heat, and the Jazz. Which I think is like a great five-way tie or four-way tie for five. You want to just call it four-way, five-way tie for five? Peter, you good with that? I concur. I do have questions about the Heat, but, uh, you know. What are your questions? Where's Victor the Oladipo? Are like is a better alive? version of the Lakers where it's like, just don't fucking worry about them until the All-Star break. Yeah, uh Jimmy Butler is out tonight, and so was Tyler Hero. With uh, I think Tyler Hero was listed out with like overall total body soreness or something like that. Yes, um, which sounds like a COVID symptom, uh, if we're being honest. Um, but uh, I don't know. Like I, I Tyler Hero really has bounced back from his slump year so far. But I like can that will it last? Let's see. I, I hope so. I really like Miami. I love Jimmy Butler. Obviously, I love Bam. But there's just like something about them that doesn't click all the way with me. It's it's like they're almost like always playing like while on the brink of something. Like the like they could all fall apart at any moment to me. You saying you think Tyler Hero's got the Omarion strain? Yeah. The Omicron per CI eight. What? I got some cron 
I just had some cron. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> You've been fucking immunized from the cron for years. Yeah, baby. <laughs> well, guys, you heard this one man's opinion about the Eastern Conference. I want to hear your two men's opinions about Enos Cantor changing his name to Enos Cantor Freedom. Okay. Now, like when Peter was going off, I, I was like, I don't know. You know, let's, I'm not sure yet. We know Peter has a LeBron bias, but changing his last name to Freedom, I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, we let Meta World uh, Panda do it. Yeah, but that's a tight name. And it's already been in, like, I mean, World Peace is way cooler than fucking Freedom. I just wonder what how does what happens next. His name's Freedom, so, like, some judge at like the Hague, like the world court is like, all right, let's get our act together. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's get, let's get these Dude, Tibetan niggas out of there. Cantor's the kind of guy who would go on Rachel Maddow as fast as he would go on Laura Ingram. If they give him the time of day. Same. <laughs> you know what? But okay. Touche. I, oh, uh, I think so. This is happening in conjunction with him becoming officially an American citizen tomorrow uh, or today, Monday, um, November 29th. Um, in, in accordance with that, he's also legally changing his name to Enos Cantor. Cantor now is middle name, freedom his last name. Uh, you might be aware that he's also recently kind of been targeting LeBron James over his relationship with Nike and like a heading changes. Having a sudden... He should really change his last name to Enos Cantor. Get on the floor. All right. You are right. Although he has been on the floor a lot more lately for the, uh, the Celtics. Not that he's been very effective, but uh... Enos Cantor get a defensive rebound. Nobody's That's talking true. about the fact that those shoes that he painted are like, like Ass. Ross, like Ross Polo. <laughs> Beverly Hills Polo Club shoes. Nobody is talking about these are the thinnest fucking high tops of all time. I was very curious about that because like most of the shoes, most of the mass market sneakers, basketball sneakers uh, are like made with like sweatshop labor. So I was like, where is he getting these generic basketball shoes that kind of have Nike silhouettes, but no Nike swooshes on them? Like where isn't aren't these just sweatshop also like he's he was a nike guy for most of his career anyways uh is he just pissed that he was doesn't have a new contract with nike that's all this is maybe Uh, i think i literally think peter to your point i think he's courting the alt-right a little bit because i think he sees his playing days are over he has been asked for a while uh and he he kind of has his kind of political nature you know he's he's been protesting the country of turkey although like that is very complicated turkey is the country that rescinded their passport for him um but like now like going after lebron over his like relationship with nike over these like concerns with uh, with china is like the same shit that like donald trump jr like does with lebron and 41 minute mark of this podcast on monday november 29th just remember you heard it here first when Enos Cantor's in hot water for accidentally speaking at a Proud Boys event. <laughs> yeah. I think Didn't I know. literally think Didn't he know. sees Oops. I think he sees a future as as a fucking like as 
you know, the way these comics who get canceled are like, well, I'll go to Legion of Skanks and, and play to the alt-right and make more money than I ever had before. Like, I think that he's like, he's seeing this happen. And he's like, I'll build my street cred by going at LeBron James, who the who conservatives hate because he called Donald Trump a bum. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, th- this is my prediction. On a side note, Michael Che versus Tim Dillon has made me love Michael Che more than ever. I'm not fully aware of this. Fill me this in, war, sir. But I, yeah. Oh well, it's like slight. I think, like, I think Tim Dillon said some sketch on SNL sucked, and Michael Che was like, "Dude, I don't want any trouble with the, the, you podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn how to do Twitch. Okay, just I'm sorry, please. I'm sorry, but it's very funny." Um, I have to look into it. I, I've always been very fascinated but by the Michael Che uh, and ex comedy writer or comedian guy because uh, I always feel like it's never clear who's the asshole in the interactions. You know, that's what I'm saying. But now I know. Yeah. I think I'm on. I think know. I got to okay. ride with my geyser. I don't know much about Tim Dillon, but from I, I feel like I will probably, from what I do know, I think I'll side with Che on this one. I mean, whatever, man. It's content. We're all here. We've all, all lost. Trying to get a bag. We all, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Ain't nobody winning, man. Well, speaking of, uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah, Ennis Cantor will be getting a bag uh, soon. He'll be speaking at uh, CPAC probably by 2024. And, uh, yeah, you heard it here first. We're and calling Nautica it. sneakers. He's wearing Nautica sneakers, guys. Are, is that what it is? Did you look it up? No, that's just what I think it is. That's okay. my personal opinion. He'll be in Charlottesville in the Nauticas soon enough. Uh, did we want to talk about LeBron James in his interaction with yet another uh, quote-unquote courtside Karen? I mean, LeBron, he did punch the guy, right? We're still, I just want a final verdict on that. He punched I mean, oh. Isaiah Stewart? Yeah. Yeah. I, e, e, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, that's it. I just want to get that out of the way. But as far as I this think, lady goes. I think funny. I've watched that clip a bunch, and I, I think it's a little more gray than that. Did he mean to strike Isaiah Stewart? I think so. I, I think it's possible after watching the clip that like he thought he was batting away his arm, but then Isaiah Stewart like moved before he could change the course of also his direction true. and ended up hitting him in the face. So it was like the the strike was intentional. I don't think it was an intentional face strike. Perhaps also LeBron's immediate reaction was like not trying to be combative. Looked kind of shocked too. Like for the first, like for his immediate reaction, the first like five seconds of the video, he's basically trying to check on him without trying to get too close because he knows he did him real dirty. Sure. Yeah. Um. But like, I think at the end of the day, it was definitely an intentional hit. It just wasn't maybe the target where it landed, or I might be wrong. Maybe LeBron just snapped and threw a punch for the first time in his career. Has he ever thrown a punch before? I don't. I don't think so. Think so. Did you see that he also got uh, fined like three days later um, after 
Uh, he hit a three and then did a version of the big balls dance. Cause he, I think cause he actually touched his nuts. Yeah. That's why I got, you can't touch your, your balls. Yeah. You know, what's you gotta, funny come is on, man got a pantomime. Am I just old Peter? I know you're going to know this cause you're from Cleveland, but the, the big balls dance always gets credit at the Sam Cassell, right? Everyone talks about how, well, cause uh, Sam Cassell watched major league too. That's what I'm going to say. It's from major league. Right. Yeah, but then Sam Cassell was the first one to do it yeah. after Major League. That's 2 like came the whole. Up. That's like, that's like the second act of like one of the movies. It's like yeah. Structured I think on the big balls dance. This is like the first time I think in my life where like, if people if like people are like you've never seen this like to like younger people like I'm just like come on like they're fucking like some like like a a twenty year old kid has watched The Matrix no but like this is the first time where I'm like. These Gen Z kids have not seen Major League Two. <laughs> like, no, Major League Two rocks, man. <laughs> I know. Major League Omar Two. Epps. Yeah, Omar Epps does a great job filling in for Omar Wesley Epps. Snipes. Listen, I don't want to say he's an upgrade, but he's he not an upgrade. The, he fits the upgrade. tone and tenor of Major League Two perfectly. Yes, he oh, he absolutely. comes in. He makes that role his own. He doesn't just try to do a Wesley Snipes impression. He comes in. He does like a different take on the Willie Mays Hayes character. A little bit of different swag. Yeah. He's just clearly a younger guy. Uh, quick Sam Cassell note. Baron Davis started a podcast, and his interview with Sam Cassell was great. I had no idea. Sam Cassell uh, presented an award at the 95 Source Awards, which, as we all know, is the most dangerous rap award show in hip-hop history. That's not the one where Outkast were like yes. Southern hip hop's gotten the same. It is. Yeah, yeah. You mean the one where Snoop Dogg came out there with a cane that looked like a shotgun and yeah. and screamed at the city of New York? You mean the, the one 90, where Suge yeah. Knight called out Puff Daddy for dancing in an all red denim dicky suit? That's incredible. That yeah, that ninety five Source Awards is like the craziest award show. Yeah. Wow. If it was really crazy, Bill Simmons would be doing a documentary about it, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, life of source words. House. <laughs> House. Um, uh, but honestly, I would watch it if he did make that. Yeah, um, me too, actually. Yeah, Bill, you're do? probably you're one of the only people who watch it? that made. Yeah, come on. Anyways, uh, yeah, a courtside fan, a, a woman and a man uh, in Indiana told LeBron um, that they hope that his son gets killed in a car crash, amongst other things, which LeBron did not say. Uh, this was all reported from the people sitting around them. So uh, rich people snitching on each other. Love to see it. Um, but uh, yeah, LeBron came and got them ejected. Uh, this, you know, uh, speaking of Donald Trump Jr., called ended up calling LeBron the biggest bitch in sports or some shit. Uh, like just kind of, you know, sort of a, a, a controversy. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Fans should be illegal. That's my stance. What do you guys think? Yeah, man. Don't worry. Omarion variant's going to take all the fans away again. <laughs> Omarion did not do this. Omarion only dances. I mean, do we know? Then Amarion yeah, didn't do it. Nah, you're right though. I actually don't know. You know, I mean, what if like uh Lil Fuzz Fizz? Lil Fizz? Lil Fuzz or yeah, Lil that's Fizz? Lil, that's Lil Fizz. Yeah, what if Lil Fizz did it and and framed Amarion? 
Damn. I haven't listened to B2K in so long. Or how long has it been since you listened to Nick Cannon? Uh, I ever I don't know if I ever listened to Nick Talk Cannon once. Or just like wild and out. What do you what you gotta get more specific here? A Nick Cannon song. No, I've never listened to a Nick Cannon song. B2K and Nick Cannon. That's I don't R. Remember Kelly. This song. You don't remember this? Uh, it's a, oh my B2K gosh, you're totally it's a right. Song with R. Kelly. R. Kelly and Nick Cannon. I forgot about this. What's it called? So actually, Omarion did do it. Peter, you were right the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Feeling freaky. Oh my gosh, I remember this song. We got to ask for something. Can you put some feeling freaky over this? Okay. Um, anything else we want to talk about before we get out of here? No, I think we've done enough basketball talk. We made it through one of like one and a half of the things we wanted to talk about. Good episode. No, well, we had other things weaving in. We got Rui Hachimura in there right, mentioned. Right, He's right. coming back. I we got John you, Wall. Too. Yeah, John Wall yeah. got a few mentions. Yeah. What did we miss, Peter? That's it. We nailed it. Home run. Great, great teamwork. What would happen I mean, if we did an hour? Would you melt? Would you turn uh, into dust? It's dinner time. All right. It's. I do want to say uh, let's let's get some quick plugs out there. NBA story time, of course. Blue Wire podcast, hey. great, hosted by Jamal Johnson. And hey, the rumor, executive produced by Peter Moses. And Peter, I oh, want to yeah, know wraps tomorrow. Yeah, uh, final episode tomorrow. I want to know why uh, did you not respond to my pitch for the rumor season two being Paul Pierce pooping his pants? Oh, dude, who said I didn't? Uh... <laughs> oh, you didn't respond to me. You just took it and did it. <laughs> Yeah, dude. He We're in production. just went and pooped his pants. <laughs> oh, good. Scoopity boop. I just want to hear quality journalism about Paul Pierce's butthole. I mean, I think Paul Pierce would 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 be into it. Well, the it fact that like he's, he's got been, something to prove, he keeps bringing it up like unbidden. Like he could like. I, I mean, I guess he was on uh, that podcast where he was asked directly about it, but he could have just been like, "I'm not talking about that." But instead, the lady, I would say, doth protested too much. I- Doth protested just a bit too much. Yeah. So I want to get to the bottom of that. No pun intended. He got hurt and he pooped himself a little bit. Two things can be true. Yeah. True. Uh, at Danger Moses on Twitter for Peter. At Nonprofit Comic on Twitter for Jamel. At Benner, B-E-N-N-E-R for me. At Airbuds Pod on everything for all your needs. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Go to patreon.com. Bye. Peter, hit the, hit the hubba hubba. Okay. Bye. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.